0: Dark.
1: To episode number 73 of Red River Podcast. Um, you know, in the beginning of the year, like I told everyone, I wanted to kind of do one of these once a month. And some, you know, uh, the show is always like a, an idea of rolling of, of ideas. So every week I have an idea or someone else has an idea and we try to uh, uh, implement it. So um, I thought it'd be cool to not only invite uh, people but specific uh, new podcasters so our buddy Antonio uh, Longo is in the house again I think you've been on once maybe or twice I don't remember
0: yeah when we did the uh, records and um, movies of
1: 1999 okay with, um, with yeah so I, I thought it'd be fun to basically have you on and and you know this is kind of like a what we've been into this month um regardless of year it doesn't have the 2021 and uh also we could talk about your brand new podcast which is called
0: fascination street
1: when what's that about
0: so uh it actually all started when you and i were talking about possibly doing an episode about the cure for red river and i think we both realized it was like i think too much too big to try to jam into an episode and
1: I i didn't want to kill parker yeah, no. Uh, yeah. Oh man, I'm a super <laughs> fan, you know. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe I'll I'll take this chance to start something up. I'll go down through every record, get different people on all the time, and cover all the albums. And then, you know, with a name like Fascination Street and the concept, afterwards, I could take it to another band or even another filmmaker and just cover entire bodies of work, you know, with different people that are into those. Things
1: okay, and uh, you've had who do you have on so far? Um,
0: uh, you, Sam. yes, you <laughs> on number one. The second one, I did a solo, and then I had uh, our buddy Chris Enriquez on episode three. Uh, that was a, a lot of fun. Um, and I've got uh, a few guests lined up, including Brian Langan. Holla, yep, uh, we'll, we'll be on an episode as well. Uh, Eddie Reyes, um. And then uh, actually, I got a guy in I think he's in Australia, who I just know from like social media that's like a big Cure fan. That uh, was like, "Oh, I want to get on, mate!" And I'm like, "All right." Is
1: this um, you know just it, lining people up? Is his name Paul Hogan? <laughs> no,
0: no, oh. no, not Paul Hogan.
1: All right. I I don't yeah, know who's serious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's way better than mine <laughs> um, but, uh, but but uh all so, right, cool. yeah
0: so it's been fun so far so good you know um i'm still i've been working through the pandemic so it's been hard to kind of line up timing with everyone but um you know now that i've kind of got my setup situated with the computer and being able to do phone calls and everything now it's gotten a little bit easier so i'm starting to line things up
2: cool well I'm looking forward to it
0: yeah, it's it's that's gonna be a good one. I was like, I got to make sure I got plenty of recording time for a bunch of music
1: nerds. <laughs> um, so, all right, so let, let's kick it off. Let's talk about, you know, this month and, and kind of like the shit that we wanted to talk about and what what we've been into. Um, so let's do our guests. Give, give me something that you've been listening to or watching or looking forward to this month.
0: Um which one should I start with? Uh you know what? I'll I'll start with this. Um so listening to. Um for me right now it's kind of funny cuz it's not hasn't as much been like full albums cuz there hasn't been as much releasing going on. Yeah. A lot of people are dropping singles, yep. not full albums. Uh which is great. Um but there's been a lot of live streaming recently. Um so I know it's a little bit of a curveball but In a span of under seven days, I watched a live stream of Jimmy Eat World, The Get Up Kids, Dashboard Confessional, and Brian Fallon from the Gaslight Anthem. So they all were doing live streams. And what was cool is a lot of them were doing full albums. So Jimmy Eat World did three. And this last one was Clarity, which was my number one record from 1999, from the episode that I was on and uh which was great get up kids did something to write home about beginning to end on valentine's day um dashboard confessional did a bunch of songs but he actually did it with a band and what i found was awesome is he did all his songs different than they are on the record so we're getting a lot of like musicians are like oh cool yeah i can plug in and play you guys a set but it's kind of not the same as if you're going live. So I have to give you a little bit something different. So they're doing like full albums or different versions of, and it's been the closest thing to obviously live music and it's been fun. Um, I think what's missing from music right now during the pandemic, which is different than movies and shows is you hear new songs and you can't go hear them live. So you know, you know what it's like. You hear a record, all right. This record's good, but you really have that romance with it after you've seen it live, and it really hits you.
1: Well, yeah. So for, for me for personally, me, yeah, for me, like the one record that I could think of last year that um, really kind of bummed me out that I can't watch is is uh, Idols. Idols mm-hmm. being like such an amazing live band. Like when when I when I listened to the last record, uh, Ultra Mono, uh, just the the opening track, War. Knowing what yeah. that band could do live, just the chaos that that would have been. Um, but yeah, man, you know, the live streams are great. I, I watched the Get a Kids one. Um, and it's, for right now, it, it's cool. I Like, I'll, I'll take what we can get. And uh, it sounded great.
0: Yeah, because it's a record we've heard a million times, but now you're hearing it different because you got to hear it live.
1: Yeah, cool. You know, right. I mean,
0: Clarity, I got to hear live when they did the, the <clears throat> 10-year anniversary of it at Terminal 5. But it was still really cool to sit down, like, you know, with my son and my girl. And I'm like, all right, cool. You guys haven't heard these in entirety. And, you know, Elvis is singing along to him. And it was, it was a lot of fun.
1: So. It, is it, is it more fun to do that or to like buy a hazmat suit and go to a show? <laughs>
0: Ooh, I don't know. I, at this point, I think I, I, I would take a hazmat suit and a show <laughs> okay. because I miss them so fucking bad.
2: I oh, like my- the flame and lips bubbles, the air bubbles. I Ooh, love that was,
1: that was awesome. So
2: cool. I'm down with that idea. <laughs>
1: So it's 200 bucks and you get the bubble, which holds three people. So that's how
0: you get to keep the bubble.
1: I, I imagine. I don't think that they're going to take bubble. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe maybe they have a deal. I don't know. But uh, all right. So we're, we're going to continue. Get, oh. Yeah. It must probably. get
2: mad hot in the bubble.
1: Right? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I could probably take up two spots. So, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I,
0: I wouldn't uh, mind having a bubble like during a hate breed show in the mosh pit
1: you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh parker give me something that you've been uh, watching or listening to all right so um
3: finally i went through all my streaming services and uh erased everything that i've seen tens of thousands of times and i told myself enough's enough you've seen fucking Animal house you've seen fucking transylvania 000, like like let's, let's watch some new stuff I literally erased every streaming service, and I've only been adding stuff from 2019 on. So oh, interesting! That now that, that's a step forward. 2019 on. So I know that I, it's two years old, but it's it's all new stuff that I haven't seen before. So
1: um, I, I would have cool. liked. I would like to have been in, in your head when you came to that conclusion that you. you, yeah, you were like, yeah, it was. It's tough. it's it it was like tough. it's it's like me saying I'm not going to eat cupcakes anymore. Like, I'm just like, this is it. I'm not going to do it anymore. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So the first thing that I started with,
3: um, was a TV series. And I was just like, all right, I've heard good things about this show. You know, it's based off of a movie. I've never seen the movie, but supposedly you don't need to see the movie to, to understand the show. And the name of the show is called what we do in the shadows. So I went into this show. All that I knew was that, uh, it was a comedy, and it was about vampires. Um, dumped, jumped headfirst into this thing, and just blew through two seasons in like Jesus, like a week, I think. Um, it's very spinal tapish, like the comedic aspect, the way that it's shot. I mean, the amount of cameos in this thing is insane. I mean, there's not to, you know not to talk about the people that are in, it, but there's one scene where all the famous vampires of vampire movies are actually in one scene together and how they fucking played it out was amazing. So I cannot um, promote this show enough. It's on Hulu. It's streaming on Hulu. I think it's only on FX. Yep. But the third season's coming back, I think uh, in like a month or six weeks or something.
1: Cool. Yeah. People love that. I saw the movie. I've never seen the show. Uh, but people really love the show. Uh, it's something that I, I should watch. So The
2: movie was great, too.
1: Yeah, the movie was great. Uh, Langan, give me
2: something. Uh, let's see here. I just finally signed up for HBO Max. I, uh, so I've been blowing through some content with that. I finally saw the <laughs> class action park, Doc. Love it. Uh, so, so much fun. Such a. I went there a couple of times as a kid and as a parent. I'm like, I can't believe our my mother, like, took us. <laughs> yes. like-
1: Your mom was too busy <laughs> smoking cigarettes, that's why.
2: Yeah, I don't know, man. It was crazy and stuff. And I forgot about so many things there. Like, I mean, the only, the only problem I had with the doc was it was a weird tonal shift there. Because it was very, like, you know, go lightly, hijinks, the kids, whatever. And then they kind of, urgh. It got dark. <laughs> it got dark in a weird, like, <laughs> no warning like. I was just smiling ear to ear until I'm like, oh, okay. Which, I mean, that's part of the story that needed to be told. But it was just a very jarring, like, you know, juxtaposition with that. But overall, fantastic. uh, It got really dark. Yeah, I love – so
1: I remember watching that and um, thinking to myself, I, I loved Action Park. And I didn't really think anything wrong with it. But I remember, like, banging myself up uh scraping my knee on the alpine like well, everything that they said but i didn't really ever put two and two together like i didn't think anything of it that was
2: just what it was when you're young you don't have <laughs> that fear and you don't you're invincible and it's just fun or whatever but like yeah. now as a parent <laughs> i'm like oh my god yeah You yeah,
1: yeah, know like yeah. your life was been. i would never
2: take my child here you know? it, it just
1: yeah it, i it, the documentary <laughs> made me realize like I'm like, oh shit! I guess that was kind of weird and crazy to put <laughs> before that. I'm <laughs> that, like, I love Action
2: Park. That water slide with the with the spin, you know, yeah. that first one that they just kind of slapped together, and the guy was like throwing dummies down it to see, like, and they come apart like by the end of it, and then he's just offering teenagers, "Hey, who wants a hundred bucks?" They <laughs> like go down it first. You know? Yo, a hundred bucks, bucks back then. A hundred bucks back then was like a thousand
1: today. You know, like if you gave me a hundred bucks when I was like eight. I, I would have been like, that's a lot of oh, bazooka. Forget about it. A lot of bazooka. <laughs> there. Retirement. Um,
0: money. Some Nintendo games.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the, the lower tier ones like Metal Gear. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. yeah. All right. So I got my first thing I'm going to mention is a, a show on um, Apple TV and it's called Ted Lasso. And it, it's um, created oh. by Jason Sudeikis and Bill Lawrence. Bill Lawrence, who created Scrubs. Um. You know, at first I'm I'm watching the trailer and it's about this 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 uh coach from like uh some Midwest town, I forget. And he takes a job in like London to um coach this uh soccer team. And uh I'm like, oh, I don't know. But like Neil Rubenstein was like, oh my god, it's the best show of last year or whatever. So uh he praised it on on the the you know the episode he was on and I watched it and ten episodes, it was so good. I can't believe it's When you talk about like PMA, it's a PMA show for sure. Positive mental attitude for those people who have no idea what I'm saying. Um, (laughs) It's it's really like um, where a lot of shows like Married with Children that I love or You're the Worst showcase like the worst person, you know, the worst in people and make it funny. Like this is just kind of like the opposite. um, And it's just Ted Lasso is the coach and he's just so... He's so aggressively optimistic that you, you want to kill him, but you can't help but love him. Fucking fantastic show. Can't recommend it more. Very good. Uh, second season coming soon. So back to Antonio. Give me something that you're watching or, or listening to. All
0: right. So um <clears throat> watching. All right. So HBO Max is definitely killing it in my household right now. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. So much content. Sometimes you spend 45 minutes clicking through, like, what to watch. Yep.
2: You know, because you're like,
0: oh, uh, I'll put that on my list. I want to watch that. I watch <laughs> that. Um, so that, it's, yeah, it's, like, ridiculous. Um, oh, and actually, what did I put on here from HBO Max? I'm, like, trying to remember what was on what streaming services. Um, actually, I oh, don't know. That's that. That's that. Uh, all right, so actually, I'm gonna jump off of HBO Max. I just wanted to say that because I'm a jerk, but um, Gangs of London
1: oh, yeah, which I have is that something too.
0: that I watched. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah, which is something that I watched because you were talking so highly about it that we jumped on, and I, I was contemplating on getting uh, AMC Plus, and
1: very, wor- very worth it. It could be, yeah, it, we'll- it, it has shutter. And exactly. it has I was sund- already
0: paying for shutter. Yeah. And it so has the I was like, cancel channel. shutter. Yeah, cancel shutter and get that. And I'm only paying a few bucks more and I'm getting so much more content. You're
2: getting four uh, channels.
0: Only downside to it is I don't love the the layout. Sometimes it's like I just want to see what's like shutter stuff. And it's like kind of hard to bounce around the you know their layout, but uh super killer. So Gangs of London was definitely one of those shows that I started and I was like I I just want to do cocaine and stay up until. It's
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you did because
0: uh, no no I didn't. Um, <laughs> but man, what a fucking show! I mean, so I know you briefly touched on it on our previous episodes, uh, but it was kind of nice to see crime families not bit in New York. You know what God. I mean? Like we're seeing all, all the every mob movie, every like. Or, or it takes place in like, you know, it's, it's gangs in Central L.A. So this was like not only giving me different scenery, but man, the writing was fantastic. The, uh, the acting was phenomenal. I mean, no shortage of money was spent on this because the visuals were fantastic. The action was great. Um, you and I love falling in love with characters that are people you should not like in real life. Sure. And, and when I tell you, it's like this family that is going through what they're going through without giving away too much, you know, um, and, you know, the son kind of having to take over, uh, you know, you're sympathizing with these people and you're like, well, they're really scumbags, but you got me. You know, I love these people, you know, and that's what makes a great show. So that has definitely been uh, one of the highlights um, from a show standpoint for me.
1: Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What I love about that show is Gareth Evans, who did the raid one and two, which which, you know, we all love. Um, He made that show. Uh, or I think he like directed a few episodes, but he he has a lot to do with that. And uh, the show is exactly what it is. It's gangs of London, so it's like all these like uh, different ethnicities that live in London, and basically their their crime empire and how they all intersect when uh, you know uh, one of them when when the guy at the top gets taken out. So um, which happens, you know, you can see it in the trailer. It's like you know, um, the guy yeah, at the top right. gets taken out, and then from there, like, like that's the story. It's like. It's like when you take the head, like everything that, that kind of falls apart. So great show, AMC Plus, can't recommend it more. Uh, Parker, give yeah. me some. All right, uh, back to Hulu. Uh, I watched this thing called Rent-A-Pal. Oh, I wanna see that. <laughs>
3: yeah, very good. So it pretty much roped me in because it involves a fucking video store, yeah, VCRs and fucking like online fucking like dating service. I was like, all right, this, this is gonna be a lot of fun. <laughs> so it's about this guy, that uh, lives with his grandmother in the basement. What a surprise. And, uh, you know, tries to find love. You know, he keeps setting up all these online dates and you got to go through this video store. Funny, it's like a video dating service. So one time that he's in there, he happens to glance at like the dollar bin, which if everybody, anybody remembers the dollar bin, at like, you know, mom and pop stores or even Blockbuster. They had uh, a tape called Rent-A-Pal. And funny enough, uh, Will Wheaton plays the pal. And it was one of those interactive things where he pops in the videotape and, you know, hey, what's what's your name, buddy? How are you doing? What are you doing? You know, where it kind of interacts. And uh, the movie takes a very dark turn, which uh, I'm not going to ruin it. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to see it. Def- I definitely. See it. Enter- yeah, definitely entertaining. Definitely comical. But uh,
1: by the end of the movie, you're just like,
3: holy fucking shit. So I definitely recommend that.
1: I love Hulu. I've been meaning to watch that. Uh, I love Will Wheaton. I'll never forget him pulling a leech out of his uh, dick and stand by. Yeah. Him. Oh my god! Nice. And, he will uh, always be the toy soldiers, to. man. Come on, yeah. <laughs> we got to do it. a deep dive on toy soldiers one day oh. for sure. I'm, and, in. And, I'm in.
0: And every time he popped up in The Big Bang Theory, it was hilarious. I don't know if anyone watched. Big no. Bang theory, but he was in it. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. He was in it through, through the whole thing just as an in and out character. Yeah. And like, you know, nonchalantly knocking on himself is like, yeah, I was in Star Trek. You know, but <laughs> hilarious. Anytime he was on, it was like so good.
1: Very cool. Uh Langen, give me
2: something. Uh gotta shout out something that came out yes uh yesterday. What was it yesterday or the week before? Uh Conway the Machine. And, oh yeah. Uh If it bleeds. It can be killed. Album, big Ghost? Um, yes. Yep. Dan Conway. Yep. Uh, it's it's so good. Straight goon shit. It's uh, there's a track on it called "Kill All Rats." It's the darkest hip hop beat I've ever heard in my life. It's ridiculous. Like you always say, hip-hop? if it don't make you want to like rob someone, like yeah, I was, I was listening <laughs> to it in the supermarket in my headphones. If, if I would have had to like knock an old lady over and grab <laughs> her. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to help myself.
1: I'm hoping, if, I played
2: this for, if I played this for the judge, she'd be like, "All right, you're yeah, out. Yeah. Nah, get it."
1: I'm hoping. I'm it's, hoping you didn't pay for those groceries then. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but it's it's uh, the whole album is so good that that whole scene is on fire. Like, Love it. Yeah, I like, I
1: like Big Ghost man. He does a lot of good work. Um, so, all right. So I got a movie that I've been waiting forever to watch, and I watched it as soon as I had an opportunity to do so. Um, you know, I talked to the, this person's publicist, the director, Steve Kazanski from, um, Astron six, they said they're going to give us 15, 20 minutes with them. I'm like, I'll take it. I don't give a shit. Uh, so psycho Gorman fucking loved it. Um, really, really cool. Like, um, Man, what could I say? The, 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 this dude made uh, Father's Day, which was pretty bugged out. Um, the Void, which I think is one of the best horror movies of the last ten years, fifteen years, and uh, this movie, Psycho Goreman. These these little kids like unearth this uh, kind of like uh, uh, otherworldly creature. And they have this like uh, little—I uh, forget—it's like a amulet type thing that controls him. So he wants to kill everyone, but he's basically—he has to do the bidding of these like two kids. And it's—it's uh, it's a really fucking—if you know this guy's work, it's—it's a it's pretty uh, uh, great. Uh, just I don't know—it's fucking bugged out, man. It's—it's—it's it's, it's really <laughs> good. I can't—I can't recommend it more. Uh, can't wait to talk to him. So uh, Antonio, give me something.
0: Um, all right. So I'm going to shoot up a movie. Um, the ultimate playlist of noise. Um, this movie was, I think it was, oh God, I can't remember which streaming service. This is terrible. I think it's Hulu. Um, so basically it's a movie, another movie about someone who is going to be going deaf, but a little bit different in the aspect of like, basically he, uh, knows he's going to have a surgery on his brain that is going to leave him deaf. And he is like the kid in his high school that makes every like mixtape. And when people need a good song for like a date or a this or a that, they go to him. Um, always got headphones on super into music. And now he finds out that within like two weeks, he will know he will be completely deaf. And basically, he's like, there's all these things I haven't heard. And he goes on this insane road trip recording sounds to make a playlist of the of 50 sounds that are the ultimate sounds of noise. Now, as a music lover, it's like one of my biggest nightmares is losing my hearing. So this movie was just so well done, hit all those spots. Uh, you know, there's a little bit of like, you know the teenage romance thing in there but not really over the top and cheesy but this movie fantastic can't recommend it enough a very different uh, look on things and perfect for you know guys like us that that just always listening to something and just the thought of like all right two weeks from now sound goes out
1: that's a bummer yeah yeah but, I got, I got great
0: a great movie nonetheless
1: okay yeah I got to check that out Hulu kills it man hulu has got great content so uh Parker give me something
3: all right, uh, jump into Amazon. This movie called The Vivarium. I watched with Jesse oh, Eisenberg. That was my number six.
1: Why? Well, well, uh, yeah, that was my number six movie of last year. Was it? <laughs> All right. They, well, I'm I'm trying to catch up over <laughs> here. Um, so wow, this fucking
3: movie was crazy, man. So yeah. um, so it's about this married couple that they want to buy a home. They meet with a real estate agent. And, uh, pretty much the guy takes them into this neighborhood. That's very, uh, very Edward Scissorhands. ish all the houses look the same, the same, you know, lawns and all that shit. And, uh, they go inside this house and they never leave. Now you're, I know you're probably something like, how the fuck do they never leave? Well, they, they never leave. The real estate agent is gone and all the houses look the same. So they try driving around to leave and they run out of gas and, I'm going to leave it at that, and they're stuck in the house, and what happens is the fucking craziest fucking story I've ever seen. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, did you watch that, Antonia?
0: No, but it's, it's – I, I need to. I it's, know.
1: It's so good. Uh, Langan, you didn't like it, right, or did you
2: – What was the name of it again? Vivarium. I didn't see it.
1: Oh, okay, it's very good. It's uh, – I'll, I'll – I'll, yeah, it's – it's great i fucking it, it killed me not to put it in the top five but the five movies that i put in front of it deserve to be there including icu so we're gonna talk to director adam randall that directed i that finally movie. watched that by the way i love that
3: yeah, yeah. It, it was uh, definitely a lot different than what i thought it was going to be going into it which i always loved that's that.
1: the fucking brilliant part like you're yeah. watching a movie, and halfway through, you're like, "Yes, exactly." So, halfway through, and then they oh, cut to it. And I'm just yeah. like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. Oh, fucking brilliant! So, all right, Lane, yeah. give me something.
2: Uh, last night, I watched the uh, the Patrice O'Neill documentary. It aired okay. on Comedy Central. Cool. Um, it was about. It was the first time I've like watched actual television. Like, I knew something was coming on at ten, and I had to sit through the commercials and everything. It was a weird, <laughs> weird experience.
0: That's so it's so time. long, Yeah. but um, I <laughs>
2: love Patrice O'Neal. He's one of the best comics of all time. Original. I wish to God he was alive in today's era because he did not give a fuck about anything. But uh, yeah. it's a great doc. It's a retrospective of his whole career, how he came up. He interviews with um, you know his mom and his girlfriend, and and of course like uh, Bill Burr, Rich Voss, Jim Norton, that whole crew, that tough crowd crew. You know, which I've been watching like old ones of on YouTube like like crazy lately because uh, those never get old. But anyway, uh, it's a great documentary. I would have liked to have seen it without the commercials, the two-hour runtime on the network television. It's probably like an hour and 20 minutes, you figure. But uh, if you're a fan of Patrice O'Neill, which you should be, but, uh, I'm sure it's on demand now. You are so spoiled. No commercials.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, cool. So – I'm going to mention uh, a band that I heard of. Thanks to Steve Andolfo. He sent it to me. Uh, The group is called the OBGMs. Um, Really cool group. Uh, Just uh, the music is kind of like Nirvana, um, which to me, that's when I first heard it, like the new record, um, that's what I thought of. And and I'll read a quote from from, uh, one of the guys. It's like, this is rock music. That hits differently. It's Kurt Cobain shit. It's Jimi Hendrix shit. It's Steve Jobs of of this rock shit. <laughs> Weird quote, but I love it. And uh, I, I, it definitely has that 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 Hendrix meets Nirvana vibe. So the OBGMs, and the new record is called The Ends. Really cool stuff. So sounds cool. Uh, Antonio, give me something.
0: All right, uh, I'm gonna bounce over to um, some documentaries well i'll mention one I, i've been on this uh like true crime doc thing that I'm, I'm going down that rabbit hole hard so one that is on hbo max um i watched the murder on middle beach
1: me and you're going to talk about this guy <laughs> yeah right or, yeah. so uh
0: <laughs> i found this one yeah yeah i found this one i loved it uh i found it very different from a lot of aspects so for one um without revealing too much uh it's a murder in Connecticut and the documentary is done by the son of the woman who was murdered now he was 18 when it happened and he started this documentary 3 years in so uh you know here's an aspiring young filmmaker who's who went through this and is trying to get answers and trying to figure things out about his mother's unsolved murder and it I, it's so different cuz now he's interviewing family members and now he's coming from the standpoint of it was my mother that was killed so very different than other documentaries where here's just someone that's like okay this guy murdered 21 people in california let's go through the story no here's a kid that's like i don't know what happened to my mom and half my family are suspects and (laughs) i have no answers and it even down to like the cutaways the just the filming of it it was just it was in a weird way, beautiful. So I know you felt a little different on certain aspects of it, but I thought it was fantastic.
1: No, I I thought it was great. I thought a compelling story that that you're basically making a documentary. You don't know what happened. And, and, and every single part of, of his family, like they're all kind of like, they, you could all kind of maybe twist it into, maybe they had something to do with it. Um, The only, the only thing that I had an issue with was his dad was obviously doing some illegal shit business-wise he was doing some shit like do i think he killed his fucking wife probably not but even if that's the case talk about the murder and not so much like the illegal like like you're you're basically living off your dad's money and all the shit and living the good life and then you are kind of like trying to snake him by like posting this and like recording his conversation and uh but
0: that's where but that's where i disagree because he wasn't living off his dad's money the money was cut off the second they were divorced, which is why the mom was trying to get money from him. So when the dad was like, oh, what I was doing illegally has nothing to do with you and your mom and all this. Yeah. In a weird way, I'm like, it is because you left his mom like with no money. She was trying to sue him for money. So, it, and his dad was playing it off all good. And I'm like, oh, you're a, he was like a deadbeat dad after the divorce. So dad, that's
1: where I'm like. Dad, dad's a dick. Dad, dad, dad dad, dad's a dick for sure. For yeah. But I, I, I just didn't like the, like the like the kind of like snitch aspect that the son had uh, that he was trying to like hang up his dad. Then again, I don't know their relationship. Maybe they're kind of like fucking maybe they're yeah. strangers and he's just kind of like, hey, fuck you. Uh, but yeah, man. But good.
0: then again, that's where, but that's where the line is drawn between documentary filmmaker and son. And I think he was putting documentary film person and finding the answers first. Yeah. So Why? I kind of respect that in a weird way.
1: You know. either, either way, a really fascinating stuff. Four episodes up on HBO Max. So, uh, yeah. Parker.
0: Langan, you have to watch that for sure. All right.
1: <laughs> Not All you, right, Parker, watched-
3: Langan. <laughs> yeah. Back onto uh, Hulu. I watched this movie called Run, which was with uh, Sarah Paulson. And this fucking chick is fucking crazy in this movie, man. Um, it's about a teenager who's confined to a wheelchair. And it's very, it's got aspects of uh, misery and that show the act in it so i'm just gonna leave it at that it's about you know an overbearing mother you know a daughter who you're not sure if she's sick if she isn't sick but sarah paulson is just i don't know if it's the fucking woman's eyes or what but she's just fucking a complete psychopath in this movie so it's called run on hulu
1: i i, I liked it um very much the act for yeah yeah sure um yeah. but the, the act is based on a true story so maybe this is like the more fiction version of it uh me personally i, I thought it was good but uh you know definitely watch the act if you've never seen the act because that that yes. story is crazy oh the, yeah the mommy oh, yeah. dead deer is shit like that shit yep. is just banana so <laughs> langan give me something
2: uh well i've been pretty psyched the beginning of this year because uh mugs has been active dj mugs uh yeah. That album he put out, Kilogram, with uh, Al you know, um, Banging. And uh, last week in my, I think another track, it debuted a couple of weeks ago, but in my uh, new music feed, the uh, that new project he got where he goes by DJ Muggs, Black Goat or something like that. Have That's you That's the that?
1: in- instrumental stuff, right? I think it's like yeah, the score I did, or something. I, yeah,
2: very much like this last track that just came out on Friday. It very much <laughs> reminds me of like DJ Shadow introducing era it's yeah. got live drums on it like very melodic not very involved kind of psychedelic even Sabbathy. reminded me of it. like i'm excited to hear what he does with that and whatever else he does this year because usually when he's active you you can expect like you know five or six albums it seems like yeah
1: yeah it's it's amazing it's his output Um, And and a lot of it, he talked about just being um, off for so long because he felt like the streaming game wasn't up to par when, when, when he, you know, he's like, I don't, I don't need to make music anymore. So he kind of sat in the back and he said, once Spotify and Apple music and YouTube, uh, once they started paying out a little bit more, and once he started figuring out how to make uh, videos, he's like, all right, now the business is right. Let me get back in this. So that's why he does a lot of that DIY shit. He learned how to make the videos, make the clips uh, and he's making a lot of records with a lot of people. So, Uh, Okay, so I'm going to mention something that uh, I haven't seen this movie in a while and it was up on HBO Max and I figured, why not? Uh, Freddy vs. Jason. Uh, I remember kind of (laughs) hating... I remember kind of hating this movie. to
0: ashes, baby.
1: I remember kind of hating (laughs) this movie. And uh, it's still not like something amazing. um, But watching it over again i'm like oh this is kind of good and there's like some scenes that really worked uh the first part of it great is nudity great, in that one uh yeah like the, <laughs> the t- like the titties like are definitely no yeah. joke in this movie um no but uh just the you know one of the characters that really bothers me is kelly roland and and i feel like a lot of times people just don't you know, especially back then, like if you were like this like young black chick, they gave you this totally shitty role where you're like, okay, I'm, you know, like I'm going to say the dumb shit and like, I, that's the only thing that made me cringe through the whole movie. It's like, God, you couldn't give her a fucking better normal role than, you know, like the sassy like fucking person who (laughs) Jason, like, you know, Uh, but other than that, just I don't know, HB, like, you know, like you you start going, sometimes I want to watch some new shit, but if it's late enough at night, like I want to watch something that I haven't seen in a while.
0: need uh, something brainless. Yeah, yeah. So
1: I just put it on. I'm like, yeah. oh I found I, I found myself really liking it. So yeah. See, I have a
0: personal relationship with that movie because uh, you know, my best friend being Scott gross from one to ashes was on the soundtrack. And oh. that was a big deal back then.
1: Oh wow. I, I, and
0: yeah. So, forgot. so after dinner payback, yeah, the song After Dinner Payback is on that soundtrack. So when it was coming out, me, Scott, and, and Smalley and a bunch of us went to the movies to see it. And it was like, you know, we were like, oh, holy shit. You know, like, I know That's- the song's not in the movie, but still you're on the soundtrack. Very so cool. here's, you know, two, two great horror franchises that I adore smashed into a movie. You know, my best friend is feeling proud as shit because he's, he's on the soundtrack with a great song um and uh so it's like i just that movie always has like personal love to me like outside of that so i've always been a fan of that
1: shout out to scott gross man um so give me something antonio
0: all right so i'm gonna give uh uh an album and a band now this band i actually discovered um during the pandemic so it's a band i haven't seen live so maybe that's a little bit easier for me to fall in love with it with a record uh and kind of discover a new band because there's not that aspect of it uh but spanish love songs Oh,
1: okay.
0: Um, yeah yeah the album came out last year brave faces everyone uh and second i heard it i think it can you know for some reason it came on spotify after i was listening to frank turner when it like jumps to you know things that thinks you'll like or based oh, yeah. on it and i was like whoa time out and i had to you know it was immediately click on it go to the album listen to it in full and now it's been on rotation for me nonstop. um very different bands in you know it the singer is doing that sometimes talky sometimes yelly s- some melodies with beautiful but yet sometimes chaotic music uh it just has all those mixtures into it and i love it
1: yeah um uh, <laughs> I, I like a lot of their stuff. Um, I think the new record is better than the one before it because, like, some of my friends were, were pushing that last record, and uh, yeah, it was a lot of talky type shit. And I'm like, some of this stuff is cool, but I think they really nailed it on this last record. So, I'm gonna be
0: on. honest, I didn't even dive back into the older stuff. Like, occasionally, okay. if, I'll, if I'll put them on shuffle, I'll hear some of it, yeah, but um. You know, I'm still really letting this album marinate cool. for the last couple months. And it's just I you know, fantastic. Yeah, it's love, fun. It, love it.
1: Yeah, fun songwriting. Uh Parker, give me something. All right. I
3: lied. This is from 2018, so I didn't go from 2019 forward. So but this <laughs> was still so good. So this is from Prime and it's called Possum. Oh um,
2: yeah.
3: I love the cover. Very weird. Yeah, very weird movie. Um, so it's about a puppeteer who returns back to his childhood home to um i guess confront his stepfather and uh really weird like the opening credits were very like 70s horror like i loved the intro the uh the soundtrack the the sound effects uh was the best part about the whole movie i thought but it was just just a really fucking like dark i guess the best way to describe it is like a dark and dirty movie not like sexual but just I don't know, it was just really how they filmed it, it really fucking got to me. Really fucking no, creepy. No penetration? No, <laughs> unfortunately.
0: Just dry hunting.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it was called it was called possum, so maybe a little bestiality. Um yeah, I don't want to fucking possum though. But yeah, so uh, the trailer looked great and, and I know it, it got a lot of props. Um so yeah, I know I saw it up on on Prime, so we'll look out for it. Uh Langan, give me something.
2: Um, I got to actually, I'm going to shit on something, actually. So yes.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> um, drop, drop a gem on them. <laughs> crime scene, bar, uh, Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel on Netflix. Oh, um, yeah, I didn't
1: watch that. Awful.
2: First of all, like, there's a trend with some of these true crime limited series, especially <laughs> with Netflix, that really could be two episodes and they're pulling that thing into four. They definitely repeated
0: know, it, the same thing over and over again in that doc.
2: Yeah, and like I found it with that. I thought the Night Stalker, I thought that could have been shorter. Um I did like, like that uh, one
0: though. That one that I one thought
2: was, it was okay, but enough the cops, man. Too much cops. <laughs> <of> cops though. <laughs> Fuck the police. But um I just uh but this 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 uh vanishing of the Cecil, we all the story of the girl that was in the elevator acting suspicious. If you don't know, you probably saw that video, yeah, uh, online. But um, you know, and then basically going into all these web sleuths and their theory, people that don't know anybody directly involved or like the mental history of this girl or <laughs> and blame somebody else for it, just really awful. People that don't they they look at things on the internet and they think they figured it all out and they end up like really ruining this one guy's life and stuff like that. But um
0: yeah i didn't, just I didn't know there out. i didn't know there were that many like internet sleuth losers out there to be honest with you i had no clue about and, like those guys so, so i found that don't fuck with so cats, I was like, so I... Like, yeah i was so like yo you guys need a life like what the fuck
2: and oh. the don't fuck with cats people like got it done but now i think like i don't know like these were some really horrible people it's very similar to. and just to tie it in i saw that that um that britney spears thing that everybody was talking about oh, on hulu that
1: it's the, up on hulu right now i i yeah
2: it's it, it's it's part of a new york times presents series or something like that but um you know these people that have, think like britney's sending them messages like cryptically through their instagram and like you don't know any of these people <laughs> you don't know like anything directly so britney and, uh, britney britney has a q QAnon. pretty much like girls that started a podcast that uh would just dissected her instagram and like kind of figured out it's like like,
1: under the silver lake why why is that movie so fucking relevant
2: the girl the girl had some she's clearly first of all growing up in your your formative years in like the public eye like that does a lot to People, You know what I mean? So she lost it a bit, and her dad took over control of her things, which any parent would do. And then she eventually feels like, you know, I can get out of this and stuff. But it's just it's a lot of people involving themselves in something where you don't know anybody directly. Just you follow them on Instagram, and you think you know them personally. But anyway. Yeah. But, uh, Shout
0: out to Britney Spears. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: Shout out to Kevin Federline. <laughs> Yo, yeah. He's a hero.
1: Yeah, man. Yo, uh, he, did, he did what?
2: He did it for the really? fellas. Oh. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, all right. So I got, I'm, I'm going to mention something on Amazon prime, which I love. I, I watched it a while ago when I rented it. Uh, one of my favorite bands is Pedro the lion. I think Dave Bazan is a great songwriter. Um, so their documentary is up on Amazon and it's just, um, you know, it, it shows like the end of Pedro the lion and him kind of like deciding that he's going to uh, just, do a tour of people's living rooms uh and, and just do like really? an, yeah it's like an intimate tour and then from there kind of just like the evolution of how um logistically that's kind of a nightmare financially and then from there just kind of getting the band uh probably back together so great great stuff man if, if you're a fan of of music docs even if you don't know Pedro the Lion or David Bazan as much uh it's it's super fascinating to see something so DIY as far as like uh his uh you know touring goes so yeah all right antonio
0: all right so uh i know this has been talked about already mm-hmm. and i need to make it a an apology to parker Uh-oh.
1: Uh-oh. <laughs> this, this is something out good. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> this is something
0: that 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 parker has been talking about since day one that oh, i ignored kai. cobra Rest- kai man i never watched any of it and you mofos talked about it so much that finally Melissa and I sat down. And what I, I think we finished the three seasons in like four days. Wow. If I didn't have to go to work, we probably would have just sat and cranked through it, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. The nostalgia, the the fucking 80s songs, the just, I loved it. I, I can't, I'm shocked YouTube let it go and yeah. it got into the hands of Netflix.
1: Yeah. But I mean,
0: that's, Netflix, yeah. You know, I was like, how did you I mean, it was like, oh, my God, my childhood rolled into one. The fact that they they have the rights to break away and show you clips from all the movies like
1: it's dead. It's dead in the water. So uh, you take something like YouTube uh, where people just associate YouTube as, as being this free channel you right. know like it, it, it that's what it is it's just it mentally you're like okay well youtube i'm paying for netflix i'm paying for amazon i'm playing for for hulu right yeah it's always been free i can go watch a fucking video so when they announce it's like all right well now red youtube red and you have to pay for it and the only thing on here is a show called cobra kai and you you know it just it didn't yeah. it, it was almost like having like the best uh baseball player on your shitty team you know and then he's gonna yeah. get traded and it's you just gotta gonna,
0: bring up the mets thanks
1: uh, <laughs> it's like it's like having Mackie Sasser on, like you know, like the
2: Rangers. <laughs> is I love that name. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Great, but yeah,
0: I, I loved it, man. I'm I'm so glad I finally turned it on. I, I can't wait for a season four. I'm like, I'm like, when is this coming out? Yeah. You know, and, and it's funny because uh, you know, tied to the Mets, but uh, <laughs> like every time I'd go to a Mets game and uh, uh and uh, what's his name? Well oh, now I'm brain farting. From Karate Kid is always at Mets games. Uh, oh, uh,
1: uh, uh, Ralph Macchio?
0: Yeah, yeah, Macchio is like a big Mets fan. And he's like always there and they got to show him on the thing and they show clips from Karate Kid. And it's like, oh, look, Mets fans, you can at least be happy about this. You know, the Karate Kid's here.
1: <laughs> he, he was in Beer League with Artie Lang, so shout out to that.
0: <laughs> this is true. <laughs> uh,
1: Parker, give me something. All right, back on to Hulu. I
3: watch this thing called uh, They Come Knocking. And uh, it's part of that. I forget what the name of the series is called, um, but it was very, uh, very sci-fi, this movie. So it's about a husband who loses his wife to cancer, takes his kids on a road trip, and then he starts running into like supernatural entities. And funny enough, let's tie this into Cobra Kai and uh, Karate Kid Teen Witch actually plays his wife, who was in Karate Kid Part Three. So that worked oh, out um, but it was very, very Twilight Zone, very Tales from the Dark Side. I mean, it was about like an hour and fifteen minutes, and uh, it, it was worth a watch. I probably wouldn't go back and check it
1: out again, but was it for, for what it was? It, it was pretty entertaining. And Teen Witch is on HBO Max, so go watch that. Check.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. not that. <laughs> uh, uh, Langan,
2: I uh, just started watching this this show. It's a few years old, but Vikings uh, on uh, Amazon. It what was on it? the History Channel. Vikings. Oh,
1: Vikings. Oh, Vikings. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay.
2: Basically, Game of Thrones esque, if you like that kind of era. I love that era. I love Lord of the Rings. I love all that kind of shit. You, uh, you know how I feel about that era? You're yeah. not going to like any Sam, of this. I'm
1: going to buy you a sword.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not a. Um, it, it, it's uh, it's not like the most amazingly written show, but it's kind of like, like how Sons of Anarchy was for me. Oh, like, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It Sons of Anarchy was not a great show. It had a couple of good seasons, but it was was fun. You're killing me because I
0: love that show. Yeah, but it was fun. fun, But
2: like, it fell apart a little bit. Like there was some ridiculous, you know, like the fact that you know the IRA was dealing with like a motorcycle gang in like some weird part of California that had like. Visibly, maybe ten members at max. I don't know. Like, did you ever see any more than that? <laughs> yeah. But, um, they had. Multiple show, charters. It's, it's basically like Sons of Anarchy, but except swords and no guns, boats and no bikes. The, the, the lead guy reminds me a little bit of like Jackson in a way, but he's. Yeah. Um, but if you like stuff of that era, I do Adelaxes, Vikings, all that shit, and uh, it's fun. And I'm like two seasons deep into it. Yeah, and one of the most badass uh female characters like i've ever seen uh, oh
0: she's great i i i I loved that show and but i kind of fell off of it at one point Uh, i'm not gonna well i mean i I guess like no i'm not gonna spoil anything for you but i fell off of it i need to hop back on and finish it out i think i got like a season and a half to finish but it it it's a visually stunning show too
2: just beautiful show yeah. yeah She she rocks. Catherine Winnick is amazing. We actually got her I don't know if there's an actual start but very early in her career she was in that fucking horrible movie that some people seem to like Satan's little helper. Ah, that bothers <laughs> me. You, yeah, she you, was in it. I didn't realize she was start. in that
1: actually. I love that movie. She was the movie. sister.
2: She was the sister.
1: Oh. Parker, you don't like that movie? I never saw that actually. Yeah. You, you I was really I trash yo. I trash yeah uh, I'm gonna do a bonus mention since we're on Sons of Anarchy. I always used to say the the show Banshee on Cinemax was like uh, Sons of Anarchy where it's oh, so it. it's so over the top ridiculous like nothing like it's just the most unrealistic thing you'll ever see. It's basically softcore porn with killing yeah. um, and now these are
2: soap operas for men. Yeah.
1: And <laughs> now, now that Tony Starr is such a big star with the boys, um HBO Max is 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 airing Banshee starting February 23rd. So, look out for that. Uh, four seasons, the first three are great, the fourth one's garbage. I also uh, got correct.
2: to mention Sons of Anarchy in addition to the IRA plot, the other ridiculous the worst most ridiculous plot was this great uh, surgeon that this girl was supposedly this important surgeon that it and she's going to get involved with this guy. <laughs> I mean he's oh, he's very Oh, she
0: up. loved him in high school, so you know. out of here. She's like a, <laughs> she's
2: a, she's a hand like this important surgeon or something like that. Oh, well, yeah. But, with that guy. but let's also she's be honest.
0: She's barely a 6. I mean, come on.
2: Oh, <laughs> and, the and Northern he, California six.
1: Yeah, and, and, and he's at least a nine point
3: five. So yeah, right, right exactly wait, 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 wait. total beef. Wait, let, let me let me jump in for Sons of Anarchy for a minute now because I watched it like last week actually. Really? Know, that's in so my that's got, one of
0: my favorite shows of all
3: time. So now you got Shocker is it like I just want to talk about how many horror people are in this show. So you got the guy from Shocker Makes as the magic. fucking as the skinhead, you got the fucking Satan guy from the first power as the mayor yes mm-hmm. you got fucking danny trejo machete obviously yes. as the, fucking the man splitting. and then you got fucking robocop directing and starring in an episodes. so i thought that was pretty cool going back and watching oh. that
1: that was my two cents thank you no right. <laughs> show show is packed uh and and uh uh the, the arkin guy uh, from uh halloween h20 oh
2: yeah.
1: oh yes alan arkin there you zo- go zo bell yes uh, yeah. My mention is is uh, another Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead movie that came out this year uh, called Synchronic. Uh, so it's kind of like a time loop movie. It's just these two paramedics keep keep coming across these these dead bodies of people, and, and the deaths just don't make sense. And the shit that they find at the crime scene doesn't make sense. Then they realize that it's some sort of synthetic uh, drug that fucks with your pineal gland that transports you to um, a I don't know. It's it just it's somewhere in time for like seven minutes or whatever the, the amount of time is. Uh, and then from there, the movie just goes on. So um, d- did I think it, it could have been better? Yes. At the end of the day, I, I've been waiting for this movie for over a year. Uh, but it's, if if you're a sucker for uh, time loop movies, this this is great. And, and they did a, what did they do, Langan? Like a Spring? Endless? What's that? Yeah, like uh, Benson and Moorhead did like a the movie oh. Spring, more uh, the Endless, and uh, Resolution. I things.
2: I just saw the movie you, you're speaking of too, man. It, it, it was it was a uh, it was a cool premise. There was cool a couple premise. of a couple yeah. of spots. First of all, yo, I had a big problem with what he did to that dog, yo. Ah,
3: uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Did not <laughs> like that. He tried it out with the dog. Oh
0: no, I'm saying I had
2: a problem that, with
0: though.
2: that. But um. Yeah, a couple little things like that But, like, you know, a couple spots in the execution of the story that you could have yeah. tightened up a very cool premise, though Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah So, Synchronic, check it out uh, Antonio, give me something
0: Alright, uh, here's a movie on HBO Max That actually is going to be leaving HBO Max soon So, uh, with new movies It seems that they're going to be leaving them on for a short time Almost like how stuff is in theaters Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, 21 Bridges With uh, Chadwick Boseman, who played um, Black Panther So I know this is not a Marvel Cinematic Universe group, but uh, you know, um, this movie I've actually been waiting for for a while because they were playing the trailer during a lot of the end of the Marvel movies, but then it was slotted to hit right before the pandemic. And then it just, obviously there was no theaters open. um, And then Chadwick passes away uh, from cancer. And so finally I was like, oh my God, it's up on HBO Max. I got to watch this. So this is, uh, he plays a cop who's notorious for hunting down cop killers because his father was killed by a cop and it takes place in the city, in New York city. And um, you know, some shit goes down and to basically hunt these guys down, he makes them shut down all 21 bridges in and out of Manhattan to hunt these uh, killers down.
1: I like that. That sounds like a cool premise.
0: Great premise and, uh, you know, a lot of great action, Uh, you know, it's kind of a heist that goes wrong and cops get involved. And now, you know, uh, his character has got to, you know, hunt down cop killers and the pressure that's on him from the other cops. Like um, really good movie uh, shot really well. It's like one night in New York City, you know, so very cool, uh, good scenes. And, you know, it it was kind of sad watching it, though because how much weight he lost, because he didn't really tell anyone he had cancer and he was sick. And I'm looking at him in this movie and I'm like, man, in the last Marvel movie, he was like jacked. And now he's like really skinny. So it was, it, it, it was kind of creepy in that sense, but great movie. I think the 28th, it comes off HBO max. So if you're oh, interested, yeah, definitely check it out soon.
1: I'm going to, I'm going to watch it this week. Karen's away. Uh, you know, till I don't know, Monday maybe. So, I'll yeah, be, yeah, it's a, it, it's
0: watching. a, yeah, I know you'll dig heist movies and stuff like that.
1: So, cool. Uh, Parker, anything?
3: Uh, yeah, my last thing was on Netflix. Uh, I forget mm-hmm. if it's Devil All the Time or Devil All the Time. It's it's one or other of those. And, uh, pretty good cast. Uh, it's Robert Patterson. It was, uh, I forget the actor's name, the guy that plays Pennywise is in it. And, uh, it takes place in Ohio. And, uh, you know, it's just about this family that just has rough times through the town and the whole town's after them. And uh, it's very, I don't want to say it's very Tarantino, how like the story storyline, but it kind of is like that. Like it's, it's two hours and the characters and the stories, they all cross paths.
1: And for however long it was, it definitely kept me entertained, you know? You say Tarantino, I just think end bombs and feet. But yeah, well,
3: I guess I should say like the the way that it was, you know, the storylines get crossed and the characters, you know, they start
0: to of
1: the, the story. Jump a little bit. Okay, awesome. Uh, Langen, do you have Did any? they
0: rewrite history? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I, I like that part too. Langen, um, Langdon.
2: Let's get <laughs> that. I used to get that a lot. Um, I was psyched just recently. Uh, Gorgira oh, dropped yeah. another single. Finally. They dropped one last year called Another World, and uh, this one called Born for One Thing, I believe, um, just came out. So their whole album comes out April thirtieth. Super excited for this! I think it. Uh, you can lock this in. This is the Langan five star lock of the week. This is gonna be <laughs> the biggest, biggest metal album of the year. I think it's. Super, they haven't made a, a record since two thousand sixteen, and uh, they 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 are a big. They're one of the biggest metal bands that a lot of people agree on. They kind of dabble. There's elements of thrash. There's elements of death. Aggressive. There's all kinds of stuff in there. The lyrics are real forward-thinking, environmentally conscious. Um, they're going to unify the belt, the metal belt, this year. There's too many subgenres. Yeah. Everyone's going to be behind this. It comes out April thirtieth, and uh, it uh, it's going to be killer because these two tracks are killer. lots of groove. Great shit.
0: They right, so, so will it make your top uh, of 2021 at the uh, end of the year? So let's, uh...
2: We'll see. <laughs> let's see. Yeah. Dark I... Throne's going to get in there. Dark Throne just finished theirs. But, uh, but at least Gorziera, finally, April 30th, this thing comes out. I think it's going to be called.
1: Yeah, I think uh, there's a song on there about paper straws that I'm looking forward to. <laughs> 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 yeah, they, 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 they're taking over the uh, Voivod mantle over there in France for sure. Um yeah. I can't think of many other metal bands from France, you know?
2: There's a couple Alsace. There's been a pretty good scene, like different. Ah,
1: you but, don't have to flex on me. I just said some shit. You know, know how <laughs> listen, man. I'm gonna listen. drop that knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I gotta mention and it's man, I know Parker knows what remember it the movie Nightmares we always talk of about? Course. It. Yeah, of so, course. Like, we so like about recently. Emilio Estevez like gets like trapped into the, it, no, no, the video game comes out. Yes. Okay, so that's what Oculus is. So I uh, Karen and I bought this <laughs> Oculus virtual reality goggle set, and you put this shit on, and mm-hmm. yo, it's fucking bugged out, man. Like it's one of those times where uh, y- y- you feel like the future is here and it was like 300 350 bucks nothing crazy uh over at uh, best buy and it's just do you did you try the oculus antonio i know you're uh
0: no i mean i'm not a big video game guy but my son is begging to do chores to save money up for one <laughs> cuz okay. you know, It's all about video games. yeah i'm like and now he's like i got 35 bucks i'm almost there dad i'm like mm-hmm. you know
1: <laughs> it, it's it's beyond, it's not like video games cuz i don't give a shit about video games it's kind of like um man it's it's just this you put the goggles on and you're in, in on another planet you could be like yeah. uh jumping fucking up
2: lawnmower up. man over here yeah no.
1: I, you, yeah yo, well, it's it's he, crazy
2: he told me he's like i want to get the job simulator i'm
0: like you're 10 trust me yeah. at one point you're not going to want to have a fucking yeah job. they suck <laughs> you, know, I was
2: like, you don't need a simulator for that I'll a job simulator yeah what the hell like, is that it's
0: like a video game where you can like not a video game so it's a Apparently you put this thing on and you've picked the in a job cubicle and- for eight
2: hours. And like <laughs> yeah. hang yourself. Yeah,
0: yeah. Exactly. I'm like, is there a gen? you got to mop shit up at, at the bathroom in the mall,
1: you know?
2: <laughs> wow.
1: Well, Oculus is awesome. Beat Saber. All these things are just like what I, I didn't really give a shit. And she bought it and came home with it one day. And I was like, fuck it. I put it on and it's like, okay, this, this is really cool. Um, so if anyone ever gets a chance, definitely try it. So uh, Antonio. That's some ball
2: of shit, bro. Do yes, do I know.
1: What do you got left?
0: Um, uh, I still, uh, you know what? Let's, it's something that hasn't been mentioned on here yet. Uh, a podcast I've been listening to. Cool. So this is um, someone not new to quote unquote radio, but new to podcasting. Uh, someone that I'm a big fan of uh, Jason Ellis so oh, Jay- yeah. yeah jason ellis is a former pro skateboarder who is now for almost for more than a decade had a really successful show on Sirius satellite radio um uh, and recently was fired because i think um the pandemic i mean everybody was trying to save money and i think satellite radio was one of the first things to go for people not to mention the fact that to be honest with you, I, I think the world of podcasting has made people definitely less and less interested. And between Spotify and podcasts, I, I feel like serious, the only thing they have is Howard Stern at this point. And it's, th- you know. Barely. Yeah, barely that. So I haven't, I haven't subscribed to it in a long time, but now he's back in podcast format. So he's doing free episodes every Wednesday, um, a solo episode once a week. And then he has a Patreon where you can get more shows. So basically, um, he's trying to figure out a way to get the radio show into the podcast world. And he's doing great so far. It was really good to hear it again. Um, Now I don't have to be there to hear it live like radio. So if I'm not driving at three o'clock in the afternoon when it was going on, it doesn't matter. When I wake up on Wednesday, I can pop it open on Spotify or Apple or anything and listen to it uh he's hilarious former pro skateboarder super into mma he also started another podcast called g'day mma because he's from australia so that one just dropped that's and, the guy uh, that
1: you're going to have on the show
0: oh no i wish i wish it was oh, jason <laughs> that would be amazing because <laughs> i was a fan of him as a you know a, a skateboarder you, you know got in you know in the late 90s you know i've fucking had pictures of him in skateboard magazines and shit and he was you know one of those big time ramp guys and what? i was always jealous of those dudes because i was like I, I don't know how to build a ramp I mean, he was ramp
1: uh he was on the stern show and let uh george the k touch his dick
0: yes and <laughs> then he that. and then he and then he tried to figure out how many m&ms you could put in the foreskin yes the foreskin. Yes, <laughs> yes
1: you're right yeah he did how many m&ms <laughs> he could put in his foreskin you're right yeah, yeah. so I, uh, him and Sal.
0: So he's out there in the podcast world. For those of you who have not, you know, <laughs> just want just want to laugh and just want some off-the-wall shit, uh, definitely the Jason Ellis show is fantastic.
1: Cool. Uh, all right. So I got a couple of things left. I know, uh, Parker, you said you had nothing left? Uh, movie-wise, I mean, I got a couple of music things, but I don't Go know ahead. if doing that later yeah, or drop what. drop some music. Oh, no. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. All right. All right um, is, is, that, is that your, um, your um, release radar thing? Yeah. So so do the release radar. Tell me what, what's on your release radar.
3: Okay. So um, so I, I took a couple chances with a couple, you know, softer bands, stuff like you, you know, that you and Antonio probably would dig, you
2: know. <laughs> Dude, <pussies. laughs> just because you know the, you know the shit words. that I
3: listen to. So yeah. um so the first band that I checked out was this band called Fabric Bear. I don't know if either of you guys have ever. I don't know. I I know nothing about this. All that I know is that they're from Scotland, this band. Um, They've been together since 2018. And the single that I I listened to and really enjoyed was called All I Want by this band, Fabric Bear. I can't really describe Hmm. what they sound like, what they, if you're a fan of this, you'll like that. Just it's totally out of my realm. But I dug it. It was catchy. It was definitely poppy, stuff like that. Um, Another band, never heard of, totally out of my genre, but I dug it. I think they're called, I'm probably going to pronounce it wrong, they're called Chappaquay Wrestling, I think they're called. Chappaquai Wrestling, they're from England. Uh, Been together since 2017 and the song was called The Rift. Same thing. I couldn't tell you what the hell they sound like. If you're a fan of, <laughs> it. it. was good. It was poppy. You just and typed sports. up. Re- you typed up wrestling, and that came up. And that, like, was it. that was that. Yeah, ed. exactly. So, so those, those were the two. Those were the two lighter bands. So now, I, I always love you know giving Long Island bands like you know a shout out on the show. So this band called Sanction, which is a, a hardcore band, they've been together since about 2017. 2018 they just released an album called with blood and uh it's it's what you would think out of long island it's you know kind of like incendiary so it's a lot of sing-alongs a lot of breakdowns you know definitely not sounding anything like those two previous bands like i said um after that was this band called wolf king who's fucking heavy as hell i actually got to see them live they're from california they played at vitus though i saw It was them, this band Conjurer, and this band Rivers of Nile. So it was like the trifecta of fucking metal at that show. So they actually just released, um, they're kind of like releasing like a uh, single a week on Spotify. So they released uh, Holy Serpent, Sanctuary, and Wandering Soul. Those are the three that they they, uh, released. Uh, After that, I checked out this band called First Born, which is the old drummer, of Lamb of God's new band. Because I heard heard that he was gonna uh start doing something new, and funny enough, it's him and the fucking singer of White Lion. That's who's in this band.
1: Really? What? Mike What's Mike it? Tramp?
3: Uh what the guy's name is James Lomenzo. Uh that's like the uh, bass player. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess he's he was well, in I guess death he's a megadeth for singing. a minute. Yeah, I guess he's singing for this band and okay. uh and get, uh, yeah. Mike Tramp,
2: that would have been hilarious. That would have been, like, Mike Tramp? I need to hear that, like, now.
3: Yeah, <laughs> and it's very uh, it's very progress- you know, progressive, like you would think, you know, I guess coming from the White Lion camp. But you can tell the dude from uh, Lamb of Gods on drums because he's got such a specific uh, style, the way that they record his drums, like how triggered the kick drums are. He's got a very specific snare in China. Um then I checked out this band called a dark halo, same thing, heavy band, but I had never heard them uh, before They're from Texas and they're labeled as progressive cyber metal, whichever the fuck that means. I, that, I would think of fear factory, honestly, if you said that to me, but these guys really don't sound like fear factory, but I checked them out. And then, uh, lastly was this band called, I guess, evil you pronounce them and, uh, they were definitely more of the thrash realm from uh, England and uh, definitely Bounded by Blood, Warbringer, stuff like that. Vocals were very, uh,
1: very Meshuggah-driven, stuff like that. All right. Well, all right. That sounds great. That's there it your, is. That's your release radar. Cool. Um, Langan. what do you
2: have? Uh, real quick uh, for release radar. Mogwai, um, as as uh, love continues, they just put out an album. Um, very, I don't know. I don't know if you're familiar with Mogwai, but it's, it's more the same. A lot of instrumentals, Yep. Really building up seven-minute epic kind of instrumental songs, and uh, it's real good stuff. Uh, I want to shout out uh, Stephen Wilson, the singer of Porcupine Tree. He put out he put out a record this year, The uh, Future Bite, I believe. Um, I'm called Personal Shopper. It's really outstanding. Uh, different for him, a little more electronic, but uh, worth a listen. Uh, Nervosa, uh, a girl thrash band from yeah. Brazil, I believe they are. Uh, yeah, trio. Yes. Trio, yep.
1: All girl thrash.
2: They put out an album, Perpetual Chaos, which is an absolute ripper. Um, there's a, a as far as synthwave goes, my favorite release of the year. A band called Kick Puncher. Uh, the album's called Live Die Repeat very uh, science fiction sound like like Good Synthwave to me it sounds like a soundtrack to a movie from the 80s that doesn't exist but I wish it did yeah <laughs> like if that makes any sense but, uh, that's one of my favorite and then the last one I wanted to mention I can't mention because I can't pronounce it
1: you know me <laughs> I like bands
2: from other countries with uh, stuff I can't pronounce I cannot pronounce this band's name I'm gonna post it in group. The song is called Universum It's a band from um, uh, Sweden kind of like a psychedelic uh stoner rock fuzz kind of melvin a lot of like that scandinavian uh rock sound like uh kev kevra and stuff like that so i'm gonna post that in the group but uh yeah those are some of my highlights
1: cool um yeah so i'm i'll do the same thing i'll go through my uh some of my favorite release radar tracks uh the hold steady put out a record um <laughs> you know i've been digging that you know i'm i'm, I'm always listening to what they put out uh, ASAP Rocky has a couple of things that he, that he released this year, one of them being on the um, Judas and the Messiah soundtrack. I love that. Um, the band Citizen is putting out a Ooh, record. Yes. I love that band, right? So they, yeah, they're so putting me. out a record. It's either this year or next year. So they, they've been dropping some singles. Um, for the first couple of Kings of Leon songs from the new record have been fucking great. I know that band sometimes gets a little shit. Uh, for the the direction that they took after their first few records, but this sounds like some old school Kings of Leon. Uh, there's some Cloud Nothings uh, new music coming out. There's a new band that Derek Sessions put me onto that I never heard before called Teenage Wrist. Uh, that's you know Teenage uh, Wrist with a, a W W R I S T like wrist uh manchester orchestra put out some stuff so i I guess there are new records coming and lastly i want to mention uh fife dog has a record coming out and the single has uh you know it's called nutshell part two it's it's busta uh red man and uh maybe mop if i I remember correctly banging that track that track is so fucking good man uh yeah so so far this year that that that's definitely those are the highlights for me and uh not not as many releases like antonio mentioned oh and yeah this what, what i really like is uh the frank turner did a song with a band called the lottery winners uh the song's called start again they released a video man fucking super catchy so good listen to that shit so uh do you want to uh, dive into anything that you had in your spotify release radar antonio yeah um
0: so uh just a couple things from the uh, music standpoint is um i know i mentioned it to you the uh new uh weezer Yeah. Um, Which is kind of definitely different, um, backed by an orchestra um, called OK Human. Yep. Um, Now, I'm a guy who lives and dies by the first two Weezer records and then talked tons of shit about them afterwards. (laughs) And then kind of came back maybe three years or so ago when I saw them at Jones Beach with the Pixies.
1: So good. That was a great Um, show. It was a
0: great show. And that was the moment where I looked at River Phoenix and I said, this guy officially loves playing music again and it's not a business to him. And I was like, okay. And then some of the newer stuff um, I've accepted it for face value and I've stopped wanting it to be Pinkerton or the blue album and liked it, there's still a lot of stuff in between that I'm not crazy about. And this was definitely a step out for him. It was him paying homage to you know uh pet sounds and some other things that he's super into and I think it's fucking great. And the fact that shortly after this in May we're getting followed up with Van Weezer, Weezer,
1: yeah. Which is super few singles. Yeah, the first few singles off Van Weezer are great.
0: Yeah. I mean and you know so you know we're getting this strange kind of uh different very melodic driven and you know Orchestra Weezer album, and then we're gonna get hammered with a bunch of sick guitar leads and stuff. So, looking forward to that. Um, Yeah, cool. And then, recently discovered a new band, a band called Beach Bunny, um, that dropped a record called Honeymoon. Um, This was uh, it's female fronted, and this girl was doing music basically in her bedroom, I think, with like a drum machine and an electric guitar, and eventually piece together a band got a producer and dropped some stuff it's very like um kind of left coast esque um if i could compare it to anything i'm super picky when it comes to female driven stuff and i think that's because i spent so many years in scarab and one true thing with melanie that I'm, that i'm like you know i'm always making these strange comparisons but it's fantastic it's i can't wait till it's the summer and i can crank it up because it's like fun poppy kind of summer-esque music um uh, and that's like super big and uh, i also want to shout out um two guys from my favorite long island band of all time inside have a new band called walkout oh um, yeah yeah so uh vinnie is now living in ireland vinnie corgan and tom Uh, from Inside, who's uh, also in Malamo's current band,
1: Star
0: Harbor, Harbor have gotten together and released uh, a few singles as of late. And it is really good, super catchy, well written. There's uh, some female vocals, there's keyboards, there's a little bit of uh, almost an 80s electronic feel to it. Um, And it's just I'm so glad to see Vinny doing music again and kind of collabing with Tom. So that's uh you know always going to hit home for me so definitely check that out it's definitely not something that's going to be on anyone's you know uh radar unless you're a long island guy or follow these guys personally so definitely check it out it's really really good um so from a music standpoint uh that's kind of all i got cool um you know there's a lot of movies i'm looking forward to coming out soon yeah um, let me
1: let, let me just uh let me get to the so there's, there's uh, two things that I'm just going to mention. Langan, do you have anything left?
2: That's it.
1: Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> real quick uh, before we get to Antonia to finish up here, uh, lady in the Dale on HBO max, four episodes of a story that I didn't know much about. Um, wow. You want to talk about docu-series that have, that just has layers uh, upon layers. Um, this, it's this, on
0: my watch list. Yeah. Oh
1: my God. What a, it. what a story the, the Duplass brothers, um, made this documentary and they, they did just such a great job on it. I, I can't recommend it more. The lady in the Dale, um, looking forward to another six, nine documentary docu series, uh, from <laughs> the makers of, um, uh, of Mike's and men. So that comes out, uh, February 21st on, uh, showtime, uh, tomorrow, I guess. And, uh, Oh, in the head. I've been watching the head on um, on HBO Max, which is kind of like um, I'm two episodes in. And it's just Antarctica, isolation, um, this uh, this crew of, of people that are, you know, just scientists like somewhere in the middle of nowhere. Uh, and uh, think of it's really like the thing. So there's 10 of them. Uh, six months later, after like, uh, uh, you know, I guess it's like a different shift comes in, they find nine dead bodies and one survivor and they're trying to figure out what happened. And it's fucking really good so far. So uh, I got one last thing to mention, but I'm going to go to Antonio. Uh, just to mention what you were going to mention last.
0: Um. Uh, uh, lastly, I feel like um, I have to mention it because, you know, it's been talked about in the group and it's kind of a big Topic movie wise, I really enjoyed the little things. Um, Definitely a different aspect of a movie. Um, I know, you know, a lot of people were shitting on it, but I think it was a little bit more about kind of the cops than the killer. And I really enjoyed it. I wasn't bored at all. I thought the performances were great. Um, You know, you know, at one point, you, you know, you got Jared Leto, Denzel, like they're all in a room together acting and it was just i don't know i thought it was i thought it was beautiful i thought it was brilliant yeah. in that aspect of things uh we really really enjoyed it different style of movie i'm glad you didn't give me the same serial killer movie
2: because yeah. those
0: get it, that gets played out so uh kudos for like really taking that uh to a different story level so yeah. i just you know i know it's getting shit on a lot but uh, i definitely dug it
1: did um did you watch that langen or parker oh, no yeah. it's on my list uh so- all right. So I'm, I'm not going to spoil it, but yeah, yeah, it's, I was trying to, it's yeah. uh yeah, very much. So like when it, it reminded me of like a, uh, 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 once upon a, a time in, in Hollywood Okay. Right. where I went in thinking I was going to get like, you know, um, Charles Manson and I ended up getting like a different story. Uh, and that's what it is. You know, it, it's, yeah. it, it is a serial killer movie. There are co- cops and stuff like that. It's just, uh, you know, you'll, you'll see that it's just, um,
0: it's from a different angle. I mean, it's you know, it's like angle. they didn't. Yeah, they didn't give me the bone collector or seven or, you know what I mean? Like, and that's fine. Uh, but
1: it, but, you know, like the director made that decision and it was a brave decision yes. Or, or to, to be like, OK, this is this is where I'm going because we've already seen a thousand serial killer movies. And exactly, and, you know, cat and mouse things. So on that, unfortunately, some people aren't going to be too, you know, like Karen hated it. But uh, I, once I embraced, uh, you know, once I embraced the movie, I was like, okay, this is cool. So definitely check it out.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then movies I'm looking forward to, um, Chaos Walking with Tom Holland. Um, I don't know if anyone's seen that trailer yet. It's kind of a sci-fi movie. And it definitely seems to be one of the more original storylines um, that have been coming out. And even, I've never seen anything like it. So it's it's very strange, like, where all the men on this planet um their thoughts are now being heard by everyone and you can't hide anything. Wow. And, and, a, and a spaceship basically crashes and one person lives, uh, which is Daisy Ridley um, from the, you know, last few star Wars movies. And now she's crashed on this planet and there are no females on the planet. And there's all this, just, it just seems like a really crazy. Like futuristic, a terrible
1: place. Yeah, right, bite. I know,
0: yeah, no chicks <laughs> on the planet, and every guy says what he's thinking, Sausage right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it. then they're like, Oh, hello, lady. But it looks really good. <laughs> Check out the trailer. Um, nobody with Bob Odenkirk, I'm a huge Bob Odenkirk fan, best. Um, I mean, you know, for me, Better Call Saul is better than yes. Breaking Bad,
3: absolutely. And
0: uh, you know, I have that argument all day, every day, with anyone who wants to have it, and this is basically him. Uh, I think picking up the uh, mantle of old guy action stars, <laughs> um, it's looks like it's going to be fucking fantastic. Um, so I'm all in on that one for sure. Uh, which is why the next season of better call Saul was delayed between COVID and this movie. Um, it's, I think the next, when it comes out, it's going to be like almost God, almost a year and a half in between seasons. Um So I'm looking forward to that. And then um, last thing, real fast, because, you know, someone had the balls to uh, to do it. Thank you, Lion. I've got a shit on uh, a movie. And (laughs) I know we don't talk about, you guys don't talk about superhero movies all the time, but Wonder Woman 1984 was the worst goddamn film I've ever seen.
1: What was so bad about it? Because everyone had, it was like a universal hatred.
0: Oh my God. Because um, I'm... I'm a big comic book guy. I'm definitely on the Marvel side of Marvel DC thing. Uh, The DC films for me just always lose continuity. They're cheesy. They change all the time. There's all this weird stuff, but wonder woman was like the first one was their best film that they did in this new world of things. And now finally new movies are going to be on TV and Christmas day. It's coming out. And this film didn't have a real bad guy for a superhero movie. Uh, it had the, like the cheesiest CGI I've ever seen in my life. I mean, it was just weird ass lip service, but I don't know who they were trying to seduce with those lips. It was just two and a half hours of what the fuck. Um, don't waste your time if you're a superhero movie kind of person. And it's again DC like swinging really hard and missing. It was terrible.
1: Wait, so DC is is Marvel?
0: No, um, no, no. DC is different than Marvel, but they have their own line
1: of movies and I'm a Marvel okay. guy. Marvel DC guy. films. And DC is is Wonder Woman.
0: Yeah, it's like Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman, yeah, Aquaman, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Gotcha. all okay. that stuff. Okay. You know,
0: they did the Justice League movies and you know, they've changed Batman 4,000 times, you know. Uh, I feel.
1: I feel like Gal Gadot is having a, a. She was having a very bad year last year, from uh, you know her singing the Beatles to uh, this movie. Right. They got universally panned. Uh, but at the end of the day, she's still very attractive. So good for her. Yes, yeah.
0: she is, and and she, you know, she was the best part of the movie. But it still wasn't enough to hold it up because there was no boobs. She'll you
1: know? she'll she'll have a franchise <laughs> for sure. Uh, yeah, and yeah. So very last thing in closing that I want to mention, just because. Um, I really thought it was the most ridiculous thing ever. Um, I just want to talk about Phoebe Bridgers smashing the guitar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why was everyone so angry at that? Like, I, you... don't I don't well, know. Well, half
0: the people don't know who she is. So I think they're like, let's shit on this weird musician girl that's on set SNL.
1: Yeah. Did you watch it, Langan and Parker?
2: No. I saw no. the clip that was floating around. I don't get, you know. Why people are? Upset. I, I, I didn't know that people were gatekeeping guitar smashing. Like,
0: well, that. well, apparently, okay. So this is this is what Melissa told me that I was unaware of. Is apparently, aside from the guitar, the gear she was hitting belongs to Saturday Night Live. It's not their gear.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Plus, and so I'm like, so we're all
2: upset know, that this network that television NBC got had it?
0: some amp broken.
2: I'm like, line damaged. Yeah. Like, who
0: cares? And guess what? Is. Like. Yo, kudos to her because exactly what she wanted to happen happened. Yeah. Everybody is saying her name, then everybody's going to check out her music. So I'm like, go! Oh, more power to you, girl. I just have been a fan for, of hers for years.
1: Yeah, I, I like. I, I I don't really love her solo records, but her song Kyoto made it to like my best of last year because I think it's a great song. As far as the record, it's just a little too mellow for my taste. Um, and uh so
0: Parko she... will love it.
1: Yeah, part of that. Now that he's Yeah, Now that we've spoken into your algorithm. But she did release a record with Connor Oberst, Better uh, Oblivion Community Center, which was like one of my favorite records of the last two years. Uh, and good for her. Like, I, I watched the performance and I thought it was cool. And I genuinely would never have looked at it and uh, thought anything of it other than, like, man, that guitar is just really not wanting to smash. Uh, yes, everyone just kind of just I don't know. It's like I think it's maybe if you're not a fan, it's easy for you to kind of criticize something. But as a fan of hers, I'm looking at it going like, oh, wow, good for her. She's on fucking Saturday Night Live with Dan Levy or Levy, whatever. Uh, yeah. You know, these these two kind of like underdogs, you know, in, in this yeah. really big position, you know, them with with the show Shits Creek that finally, you know, got this traction once they got to Netflix and, uh, well, good for them. I, I just well, wanted but, to mention that.
0: I was like, is she the new Sinead O'Connor where everyone was flipped out about her ripping up the the Pope's picture back in the day, you know? And I'm like, are we just yeah, like SNL something? wasn't
2: upset. They didn't like, ban her Like they yeah. did with Sinead or the, or fear right. or who else got the replacements got banned from them. Uh,
1: yeah. I think it but, was, uh, just, um, who's that old guy, David Crosby. He was like,
2: tweeting. oh, yeah, he gets he's like this, like, angry old man on Twitter. He's always complaining about shit. And he's the least talented one. Of, still like <laughs> I, him, he the was like he wrote he he had a like, free ride with those those guys, those powerhouse talent.
1: He was like, uh, what did he write on Twitter? He's like, you know, a guitar is to be respected. You know, this is how people make a living. And uh, I was just like, man. I'm like a oh. motherfucker.
0: Jimi Hendrix lit a guitar on fire and that guy fucking changed how people play guitar. So shut uh, up.
1: I wanted to give him a big FOH for his fucking 80 year old fucking uh, ass, you know? So, uh, yeah. But-
0: and who watches SNL every Saturday anyway?
1: Yeah, that was a good episode. I uh, should know that the episode before it was good, but um yeah. cool, man. Yo, uh, yeah. glad to do this once a month. Uh, you know, I don't know who the next podcaster is going to be for March, but we will talk about whatever we've been into.
0: Word up! Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. It was it was just fun to fucking talk and hang out with you guys. Uh,
1: Fascination Street. Next podcast. up,
2: next up is what Adam Randall.
1: Nah, next up is Stu Bangers. So right, uh, nice. right, yes. Hip hop yes. producer Stu Bangers, you know. Yeah, you
2: guys
0: got me all up on that, dude. Thank cool. you.
2: Yeah. yeah. So. We'll yeah. Talk.
0: Like. yeah. So, Fascination Street's my podcast.
2: Yep. Check we it got out. Set a date.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'll uh, I'll hit you up after we're done recording here. And then, uh, you know, um, I'm sure Sam will be on again later in it because it's going to take a while to get through all these Cure records as we're waiting for the new Cure album. You know, um, that I'm hoping. Actually, the Cure just changed something on their website. Their bio uh, at the end of it says, and then dot, dot, dot. So I'm hoping pretty soon we're going to hear when that album is dropping and the new robert smith solo record so that's something that is recorded and i'm waiting for because he hasn't never dropped a solo record in 40 years so
1: now's the time um yep. cool Yeah. so thanks and uh, i will talk to everyone i'll put this up monday There's all right that.
0: cool later boys, later. Later.
1: All right.
0: later. boys.